0: This is the Influencer Entrepreneur's Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 176 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to dive into how to create content consistently. We're going to be talking about whether you are dealing with a global pandemic that involves crisis schooling, or if we are talking about regular times. One of the biggest things that I hear from clients is how it's so difficult to just keep creating consistent content that's going to attract their ideal audience. So I'm going to give you some strategies and some tactics to make sure that you can do this. Before we dive into that, I want to make sure that if you haven't already grabbed your copy of Influencer Entrepreneurs, my new book, that you make sure that you do. We are also offering a free workbook that goes along with it. So if you go to JennyMelrose.com forward slash book, you can grab the workbook and have the book shipped right to your doorstep via Amazon or Barnes & Noble. All right, guys, let's dive into this. So when we're talking about how to create content consistently, we're not just talking about content, whether it's blog content or whether it's social media content. We could also be talking about creating a course or putting together a book or doing a podcast or creating YouTube videos. Wherever you are putting out content, you want to Do your very best to remain consistent. The reasoning behind this is because your people, your audience grows to understand. That you are going to be producing content on those particular days. It almost is, gets them into a rhythm or a routine with you, knowing that they can expect to see that content. Now, when we first started this episode, I said it was episode 176. And I can say that for 176 weeks, I have produced a new podcast episode. There has been a new episode, we have not skipped a week in 176 episodes. And the reason behind that is because you as an audience know that every Monday that content is going to be dropped onto your favorite podcasting listening app, or the new blog post is going to be put up so that you can read it in its entirety. And you have come to expect that as part of your routine. So I know many of you will go on your podcasting app Monday mornings looking for my latest episode. That is when I see the greatest amount of downloads is Monday mornings, because that's when my episode releases. It sets up your audience to understand what they can expect and how to interact with you. So when you can become consistent, it makes it that much easier for them to consume the content. Now, It also can make it easier for you. I know that I need to have a new podcast episode every single week. And because I don't want to take any time off, I don't want you missing an episode and wondering where's Jenny and why isn't that new episode out. I want to make sure that I have a calendar planned out for myself that there are expectations as to when those episodes will be released. So when I'm looking at my editorial calendar, I'm planning months in advance. I'm doing my interviews. I'm setting up who it is that I want to be coming in to talk about what content. I'm also looking at it as whether or not I want to focus for that month. Now, for some of you that might be creating food content or creating parenting content, you want to think about this almost as like blocks of content so that it becomes easier for you to batch that. Maybe you're going to be thinking about a particular parenting topic that you want to talk about. Maybe you're going to be talking about potty training for a month, or maybe you want to push your potty training out over the course of the next six months. But what you'll find is, is if you can sit down and create one piece of content that is about that rock content, for example, the potty training example you can end up with multiple pieces of content which could come out over the course of the next six months, but you can then interlink and have them have other resources for your audience to be able to go to. Now, the reason why I'm saying sit down and bang out all that content on potty training that you're going to drip out across the next six months, possibly, is because you're in a mindset. It's much easier for you to think about one topic than trying to jump from one to the next to the next. Same thing if we're a food photographer. If you're going to be using black beans in a recipe, it's much easier for you one day to turn around and push out four different recipes that maybe use black beans. So you're batching your ingredients and thinking about it as far as what other recipes could have black beans in them that you could use as other content. And then once that content comes out over time, you can interlink them. So starting to think about ways in which you can batching your content. It's easier for your brain to stay within one topic. If you're a member of Mastering Your Influence, my membership site, you know that every month I pick a block of content that we're going to cover. I try to keep the content consistent so that you have an overall topic that we're going to then do Dive into each week the specifics within that content. So for example, for the month of May, we covered selling. We started off with mindset within our first week. Then the second week, we talked about tactics. The third week, we had an expert come in and share her strategies for making sales. And then the final week, we have a group question, answer, which can go around, normally is based around that topic, but every once in a while, we have topics that kind of come up within that. The idea behind this is because I want you to be able to consume content and not be jumping around. So we're focusing on selling instead of thinking about, okay, we're going to talk about Instagram stories and we're going to talk about Pinterest. Then we're going to talk about creating content. Then we're going to talk about SEO all in one month. Instead, you can do a deeper dive into the specifics of an overall topic. It's the same thing with your own audience and the way that you your brain works for creating that content, it's gonna be easier than trying to jump around and think about okay, I'm gonna do potty training one week, then the next week I'm gonna do a craft, then the next week I'm going to do an easy family recipe. When you jump all around like that, it's difficult to for your brain to keep switching from different topics. So if you're trying to remain consistent thinking about how you can batch your topics and create content that might be somewhat similar and easier to interlink is going to be important. Another piece of creating consistent content is holding yourself accountable. Picking the days that you know you want content to come out. And again, this we're not just talking about blog content. We're talking about your emails, your podcasts, your videos, your Instagram stories, what is this going to look like for you? You need to create a schedule. Many of you are still in crisis schooling right now. Your kids are home because of the pandemic. And our schedules greatly changed when this happened. One of the reasons that we were able to continue to push out consistent content is because I knew I needed to figure out a routine a new normal that was going to have to work for my family and I so that I could still have my blocks of time. And I've watched many other influencers and entrepreneurs do this with their time as well, creating that schedule, especially if you're a schedule-oriented person. I thrive when I'm given boundaries and I have a schedule, and so do my kids. So being able to create that for them is important. It's also important for you as a content creator. What is your expectation of what you want to get out to your audience? Do you want to produce one piece of blog content, an Instagram story three times per day, or are you going to be doing something to your feed once per day or three times per week? Decide what that's going to look like for you and start with a baseline, especially if you're not consistent at all right now. Another place to make sure that you're consistent, of course, is your email list. If you're not emailing your list right now, I want you to think about the last time you emailed your list. And if it was a month ago, then I want you to start to get to once every two weeks you're emailing your list. Then I want you to get to once a week you're emailing your list. And ideally, as many of you know that are on my list, you're, I'm emailing three times a week. And I'm emailing you content that I think is valuable, that makes sense for you. So one of the recent things you probably noticed with me is that I am doing my absolute best during this time to make sure I am finding freebies and opt-ins that I find valuable and presenting those freebie and opt-ins of others to my audience. Because I don't want you to have to go fishing for the best tips on growing your email list. I want to be able to present that to you. And it may not necessarily be my tips. It could be someone else's. And I'm providing you with that opt-in and that valuable content. So thinking about what do you want to be telling your list weekly, every other week. Start somewhere and decide what your content is going to look like. Get on a schedule. When I started my podcast, I knew that I wanted to create a new podcast once a week. So, I set up a schedule where we could make sure that new content was always coming out. There wasn't a kind of like, oh, should we put out an episode or should we not? If I got three interviews done in a week, I wasn't going to push those three interviews out immediately. I was going to drip them out over the course of the next three weeks. So, knowing what you are trying to do and how you want to produce your content so you can be consistent is going to be key. This is also the case if you are trying to write a book. of you know, like I said in the beginning, that my new book is out. And a lot of people ask, Jenny, how did you get that out? How were you able to sit down and write a book? Well, for me, it went back to the routine. I needed to set aside time in my day, every single day where I knew I was going to be able to write. And for a good month and a half, every morning, I would sit down for at least half an hour to 45 minutes to even an hour and a half some days and just wrote what I wanted to be in this book and created content for it. But it was marked out in my schedule as time for that. That was my focus. The book was what I wanted to work on, knew I needed to work on in order to get content and valuable information into the hands of more of my audience members. So looking at your schedule, what are you Where do you have blocks of time? This piece is also really important because when it comes to creating that content, you need to know when you're at your best for producing it. So this could look at daily. When I was writing for the book, I knew I needed to do it first thing. I couldn't do it after client calls. I didn't want to have to do it towards the end of the day. I knew it needed to get done first So I was making sure that I was getting in my workout, whatever I needed to normally early so that I could get to my desk earlier to be able to write. Now for you, this might look like if you're batching your content, maybe you enjoy doing photography. So you're going to do photography on Mondays and you don't like writing. So maybe you're going to work on your writing on Tuesdays. You don't want to start your week off with it, but you still want to make sure it's getting done early on in the week and it's not getting pushed to Friday set yourself up with a routine. That routine, honestly, will make all the difference. And I know as we're going through these challenging times of not knowing what our schedules look like, some of us are trying to crisis do crisis schooling. Some of us are having to actually do all of the schooling while others may have their kids getting on Zoom calls for the teachers to teach the lessons. Whatever it looks like for you, I want you to take a look at your schedule and look at your pockets of time and try to create pockets of time that work well for your mindset and for your brain and how your brain works. Can you bargain with your significant other if they're still home? can they take mornings, you take afternoons, whatever it might look like. Really start to figure out what that routine can possibly look like. Now, if some of you have little ones, which I'm sure some of you do, you're thinking, "Mm "Hmm, this has to be done around naps on top of crisis schooling and everything else that's going on. I get it. I understand. I remember having that newborn while I was taking pictures and she was sitting in the front of that little papoose thing that they sit. I don't remember what they're called anymore haven't had babies in a while here, the baby carriers, the baby bajorns. That's what I'm thinking of. Remember her being in it and I was trying to take photos. I know what it looks like. It's not always perfect, but trying to figure out where you work best and having a plan of attack for the items that you want to get done on your list is going to be important in helping you actually get it done. Creating consistent content is one of the most important things that you can do to help your audience get to know you because you become reliable. You become the person that they expect to hear from, um, whether it's in your email or whether it's creating new blog content. They know when you are going to be creating that content and putting it out there, and they're often going to be looking for it. Now, this isn't to say that if you have a catastrophe hit and you need to skip a week of content, that it's the end of the world. It's not. Your people are going to understand. They're not going to never come back to you because you skipped a week. But what we want to do is if you're someone who's sitting here listening to this and thinking, gosh, I haven't put out a blog post in two months, and I haven't emailed my list in six months, and I started a podcast, and I haven't had a new podcast episode drop in three months. This is for you. You can get back to it. You just need to look at your schedule and try to figure out a time where you can focus on that. Even if it's little blocks of 30 minutes, what can you get done in 30 minutes? Use that time wisely and have an idea of what you're going to do with it. One of the biggest mistakes I often may see clients making is that they get that 30 minutes block of time and instead of sitting down and knowing exactly what they're going to do, they sit and write a list now and try to decide what they're going to do. You need to have that list written already. Start yourself up to actually make it easier for yourself. Sit down Sundays and take a look at the things on your list and prioritize them. Figure out what's most important in going to move your business forward. And from that list, decide how much time each of those things take so that if you have 30 minutes and the kids are napping longer than they normally do, instead of sitting and doing a load of laundry or folding a load of laundry, now instead sit down and do a task that takes 15 minutes or takes 20 minutes. That's where you want to know where your focus is going to be. Get in the routine. One of the great things that I think has helped me over the course of the last six months, but especially even when the kids are in school, is that there are times that I know I'm very, very routine-oriented. So after I get out of the shower, before I get to my desk, I'm ready for the day, I grab a lot load of laundry and I pop it into the machine. And then I sit down at my desk and I work normally from 9.30 till about 12, whether that's client calls, writing content, producing podcast episodes, whatever that looks like. Then at 12 o'clock, I get up to do my lunch And I take the clothes that were in the laundry and I put them into the dryer. And then I let the dryer go the rest of the day. Go on with the rest of my day. Work until about three. And then I am able to have clothes that are dried. But I don't stop at three and go straight for them. I wait to get the clothes out of the laundry and fold those while my kids are in the shower at 6.37 o'clock. It is routine. If someone wanted to come into my house and know when I was going to be doing laundry so that they could come in and throw the laundry in the air, those are the times they would be able to do it. Because I'm consistent. That has remained consistent for me. Coming up with those kind of almost it, it it is very much just second nature to me that that's when I'm going to do the laundry and how it works for me. It's almost like washing your hair and putting in conditioner when you're in the shower. Things that just are second nature and done almost subconsciously because it's part of your routine are the things that you want to set up for yourself. Because then you're not thinking about, oh, I need to do this. Just make it part of your routine. And obviously using the laundry example, but it could also be a work example. Are you answering your emails at a certain time? Are you getting onto Instagram stories at a certain time? What does that look like for you? And again, I know that your days are interrupted. I know that you could be in the middle of doing a podcast episode and one of your kids comes in to ask you a question. Been there, done that, on an interview. You probably have heard it. You've probably even seen one of my kids do that during a live video. It happens. It's not going to be perfect. The plan that you create for yourself isn't going to be the one that is absolute. And you have to know that and be able to roll with the punches without it totally pushing you off of your game and getting the content on that you want to create. Leave room for error, margins of error within your schedule. And even if the schedule looks like I got 10 minutes here, I have 20 minutes here, I have an hour here, use it. Look at it. Try to plan the tasks that, again, you've prioritized that can fit into those little pieces of pockets. Because no, your day probably isn't consistent the way that it used to be. Your kids are at home and they need their work done and they need lunch and they need so many things that we weren't doing in the past. But I'm here to tell you that it can be done. It can, You can create the sense of routine. Now, the other reason that I wanted to talk about this, because I'm sure many are thinking, Jenny, it's like the end of May here. Many schools are ending. This whole distance learning thing is behind us. I'm one of those that plans for worst case scenarios so that in the end, if something perfect doesn't happen, I'm not devastated. And this is what I'm talking about when it comes to education in the fall. I would set yourself up thinking in your own mindset that some form of distance learning is probably going to continue. We are not going to see traditional schools with 24 kids in a classroom going to school from eight in the morning till three o'clock in the afternoon, regular time on a school bus, in classrooms, going to lunch. It just doesn't seem possible right now. And of course, a lot of this is up in the air and it's going to be determined by your school district as well as your governor, your state, all of that kind of good stuff. But you have to start thinking about this ahead of time because if we get to August and they tell you that you have to go to distance learning every other day and you have been thinking, oh my God, my little one's going to kindergarten and I'm going to have all this time you are going to be devastated and crippled in your business because you're going to have to rework all of what you thought was going to happen for the fall and all this time that you were going to have. So take a look at it now. Where are these pockets of time even over the summer? What does that look like for you? Think about what it could possibly look like. And I know it's hard to plan with no expectation of knowing exactly what's going to happen in the fall for education. But You want to set yourself up to win. You don't want to be hit August that, hey, your kids are only going back to school every other day and you're going to be doing distance learnings those other days from school and have thought that you were going to have all this free time. So look at your schedule now, figure out the pockets of time that you have and almost In my mind, I'm setting myself up thinking, as crazy as it may seem, that my husband as a teacher is going to go back to school and that both of my children, fifth next year and second grade, are going to be home to be doing distance learning full time. That is my mindset right now, my expectation, so that it's worst case scenario in my mind, but I can have a plan and have an expectation of what I can get into place for my business as well as for my family and what's going to work best. Creating consistent content is really about having a plan and knowing where things are going to fit into place for you and giving yourself that grace to know that it's not always going to be perfect. It is not the end of the world if everything that you write on your to-do list for the week does not get done that day or that week. So really take a look and start to think about pockets of time that you can create that consistent content and put an expectation down for yourself. I want to get out a blog post. I want to get out an email. I want to get out Instagram story, whatever that may look like. Set up a clear expectation for yourself so that you have a more the likely, you are more likely to be able to hit that expectation when you do that. I appreciate you all so much. Please, if you haven't already grabbed the influencer entrepreneurs, make sure that you grab the workbook. It is absolutely free. And again, you can get that at JennyMelrose.com forward slash book. If you have any questions at all, you know I love talking to you on Instagram. You can always tag me at Jenny underscore Melrose. Hit me up in the DMs with any questions that you may have from this episode or any previous episodes. And I always appreciate it when you guys tag me in your stories, whether you're reading the book, whether you're listening to the podcast. I love seeing and interacting with you. So until next time, I will see you all then.